I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, episode 18. Everybody, welcome back to the Monster Cast, the podcast where we watch and discuss the monsters weekly. It's Monster Monday, everybody. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Tivis, how you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing all right. Alrighty. Any any fun new things going on? No. No. Okay. Nothing fun. No. <laughs> That's for no. sure. There's never anything fun going on, right? Um, all right. So welcome back everybody again to the Monster Cast. Uh if you want to follow us, contact us, do anything like that, we are on all the socials at the Monstercast, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and YouTube, all the Monstercast. And you can also reach out to us with any questions, um, comments critiques just want to chat uh at the monstercast at outlook.com that's the monstercast at outlook.com and uh we're pretty good at getting back to everybody like almost instantly now that we have gotten both of us connected to the inter- email sorry not e- internet <laughs> yeah nope still not connected to the twitter but that's okay <laughs> oh i gotta get you there all right uh in that case anyways let's uh Go on into this week's episode. We are on episode 18 for our show, which is episodes yep. 34 and 35. Four and 35. Awesome. So uh, we're almost done with season one, man. Are, are you sad or excited or? I am excited. Uh, you know, heading into season two and then we get to these movies, which. Yeah. It, I don't know. There's only been one episode. <laughs> that uh, I have not enjoyed, and the rest has been a wonderful ride. And today is going to be much better than last week. Awesome, sounds good, man. Well, why don't you start us off then with episode thirty-four? All right, <clears throat> the monster. I'm sorry, monster <laughs> the magnificent, season one, episode thirty-four, aired May thirteenth, nineteen sixty-five, written by James Alderite. Nope, went into Star Wars, James. Allardyce, Tom Adir, and Norm Liebman was also involved. Uh, directed by Norman Abbott, who's back. He's back. Uh, guests this week include Dave Ketchum uh, as the Master of Ceremonies. And uh, this guy went on, his most famous role was Agent 13 on Get Smart, but he went on to write for many episodes of Happy Days, uh, Laverne and Shirley, The Love Boat. Mm. And uh, he also directed two episodes of uh, Who's Watching the Kids. Okay. Uh, Stuart Nisbet as the second father, and uh, Eddie Ryder as the first father, who... uh, During this uh, appearance, he uh, played a a reoccurring character called uh, Dr. Simon... Edgarski mm. on a show called uh, Dr. 
Tildar. I'm not familiar with it, but it aired from 1961 to 65. So anyone uh, from familiar with that show may recognize him. Now, are these fathers like, are they supposed to be the fathers in the audience? Is that father one, father two? I'm assuming, I, you know, I it because they're the only ones that really had screen time. There was a father that walked off stage, but yeah, you know, we'll get to that. Yeah, too, but. that's <laughs> I couldn't tell you. They okay. don't have photographs. OK, cool. All right. Anything else? That's it. That's it for episode 34. All right. We're done. We're moving on to episode 30. No. <laughs> um, all right. So episode 34, Munster the Magnificent, as Tivis Aureus said, May 13th, 1965. Eddie volunteers Herman as a performer for his school's talent night. Since Herman has no discernible talent, Grandpa conjures up a pair of magic ballet shoes that will make him a gifted dancer. But Eddie has already billed him as the magic act. So now Herman has to figure out what he's going to do. Episode right. 34. <laughs> uh, so we open up with uh, the family sitting around for dinner and uh, it's two fish stuck together with the heads cut off. The double ended butt fish, as I wrote down in my notes. Um, and it catches on fire instantly as they pull off the, uh, the lid for the platter. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like it's an abomination against nature. <laughs> like the turducken. I've had turducken. That's pretty cool. Yeah. My buddy affectionately refers to that as a bird hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Eddie comes in with an announcement. Uh, the talent night is this Saturday in his school gym uh, where someone volunteers someone from each family uh, to perform a task, which I think is a bit rude. <laughs> Yeah, and they're supposed to, like, they, they don't ask nothing. It's just the no, kids. No, he's are just like, like yeah, hey, you're going to you go. do a show, uh, performance. Right. <laughs> uh, so Grandpa thinks Eddie picked him, yeah. but Eddie's like, no, no, no. I want my dad to do it. <laughs> Grandpa's not happy. <laughs> no. Uh, I feel like this is the quickest cold open that we've seen. Mm, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we're already jumping to credits. Yeah, we, so, we jump right into the credits and then we come back and this is when they start to do. Um, uh, did he decide already what he was going to do? His talent was going to be. He walks into the living room with some sheet music and grandpa gives him the dirtiest of looks. And yeah. Herman just gives it right back and goes to the organ at. Grandpa's attempting to drink some tea, but Herman starts singing horribly and he spills it all over himself. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we have them sit down. They do like a little interaction back and forth. Um, after the living room fills up with dust again. Yeah. From uh, the organ. From the organ every time. And then uh, Lily runs in. She's uh trying to figure out what's going on with Herman and grandpa's just like, he's just fucking around. Basically. He's just like, he doesn't know oh, <laughs> what he's he doing. Gets, he's so mean to Herman after he, he's jealous that he got picked. wasn't picked first off. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, you plan to sing? Why would you do that? <laughs> You're so horrible. Yeah. 
Well, then we jump down to um, Grandpa goes with Lily. Well, well hold on. Hold that's, on. that's right Don't after. Don't forget, Herman's singing causes an earthquake. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the lamp next to Grandpa shorts out and Lily rushes into the room. <laughs> that's when Lily runs into the room. Okay. She's trying to figure out what happened. And then that's yeah. when Grandpa gives his little smart ass remark again, <laughs> as he always your, does. <laughs> your husband sucks at singing. <laughs> Yeah. And then they uh, go back down to or go back down, go down to the uh, lab for the first time in the episode. Yeah. And this is where grandpa is basically like, you know, I think I'm going to do something that's uh, against the um, the current trend of father in laws nowadays and actually be nice to my son in law for once. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> He tries. He tries. He 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 does try. I in action. have a sneaking suspicion that he does not try and actually. Uh, well, we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> in action, it looks like he's trying. <laughs> so we'll just until later. <laughs> um. So then I just uh, opened Grandpa, up the Google Help screen on accident. <laughs> Grandpa goes down and or pulls out these shoes, like these magical ballerina shoes that he has that are just in this like black little closet curtained off area in the lab. So mm-hmm. he's been having he's but, having these for a while. <laughs> as soon as I saw these, but well, let's not forget that this little area also was where he was hiding the robot like months ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But as soon as I saw these, I'm like, I know where this is going. I've seen this episode of the Aladdin cartoon series. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, not only that, he ends up going over back before. So like the shoes, the shoes don't have any actual magical properties to them, which is where this differs from that old uh, uh, myth, not myth legend. What's the. <sighs> tall tale maybe the, old the, it's tale? the this is clearly based on the old uh story of the the shoes that will never allow you to stop dancing okay yeah 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 um so he walks over he has this whole table lined up every episode grandpa has whatever it is that they absolutely need at the exact time laid out on his desk Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he would have like five billion desks by now <laughs> laid out. But he has like a whole thing of like, oh, this is like, you know, ballet dancing, tap <laughs> dancing, like old. old. Oh, I have the everything that's on the table. Yeah. Ballet, old okay. soft shoe, Mexican hat and twist. <laughs> I wanted to see them put the Mexican hat on Herman, <laughs> like the, the dancing. <laughs> and. He talks about uh, he's like, OK, here's how you do this. Yeah. You take this magic dancing powder, you sprinkle it on the shoe. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> all you do. Just sprinkle the it shoes. on there. <laughs> yeah. and, then and the shoes do the work for you. I hope it hope it works. And then we get a little cute uh, uh, thing of the shoes dancing by themselves, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming they they put them on sticks. Maybe to make a move had to, yeah. It was really well done. I was yeah, gonna, I'll give him. I I couldn't. 
I mean, we could take a guess, but I couldn't tell how they were doing it. And then that's real good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At first I thought, oh, maybe someone with black gloves is holding them and doing that. But I was like, no, you, mm-hmm. they'd push into the shoe. So anyway, yeah. The- um, then we go after the shoes are done dancing and uh, they curtsy and they fall down and uh, we go to grandpa putting the shoes on Herman. They are not the same shoes. The- <laughs> no, and he just puts them over Herman's shoe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which Herman's like, Herman's real unhappy about it. He's he's real worried about what people think. He uh he, he doesn't want people to think that he's a communist. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny. I don't know how you attribute ballet to communism, but okay. I, I guess back in the '60s, like everything was communist, this and communist that. So yeah, the Red Scare. Yeah. <laughs> it did make me laugh. Um, that, that is not what I expected him to go, but I'm <laughs> glad they went that route instead of the other direction. Yeah, yeah. At least this yeah, so, route, some people could still say it holds up. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. For some, uh, if you so, can uh, tribute ballet to that, but okay. Anyway, so then, yeah, Herman um, sees the different things. He's like not really into it yet, but Grandpa shows him. Oh, look, we got these. Grandpa yeah, he's sprinkles like, which it one on. Do you want? Yeah. So Grandpa sprinkles them on. Do you remember which one he picks? I do not. He picks the old soft shoe. The and old soft then shoe. Grandpa adds in a little Indian rain dance because yeah. of the recent dry spell and why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, like they're like seasoning his feet. That's all it looks like. It's yeah. kind of funny. Um, and then after that, Herman eventually gets up and like almost immediately he yeah. bolts straight up. And begins doing a ballet. And and not only are his feet doing the action really badly, by the way, but his arms are even doing <laughs> like the whole thing of everything. He's going up and down and on top of tables and stuff. And I'm like, Herman breaks everything just by putting his fist on it. How is he mm-hmm. not breaking everything else right now? Oh, it's funny you mention that because he busts through the front door. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And at this point, he's having the time of his life. He's laughing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, he's actually enjoying himself now. That's nice to see. He doesn't look like he's like grumpy about it or nothing like that. He's actually no. a smile on his face the whole time, and then he ends up dipping out and well not dipping out but dancing out over the wall (laughs) yes i don't know how the shoe did that but okay um he floats over the fence yeah and then he ends up going down the street and lily's like well how long does this last and grandpa's like well about three hours two to three that's his answer to everything (laughs) and she's like well I guess on the upside, he'll be home for lunch. <laughs> That's all and then not going to chase begins, him down. Nothing. Then it begins raining yep. and grandpa's like, oh, hey, it wasn't a total loss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I have to wonder how much he enjoyed that scene, though. <laughs> Being able to do something else. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I wonder if they lightened up his padding then for him to be able to move like that because usually he's they very stiff. <laughs> he's so stiff. Because because of all the the heavy padding so they had to have done something for him to be able to move his legs the way they did and arms and everything they speed up his footage too so you have to wonder if that's to hide something yeah yeah or how many times he's like motherfucker this is (laughs) our or how many times he fell down on the ground oh there's a reason Butch wasn't in that scene (laughs) they didn't want him to hear Herman cussing (laughs) so uh herman's back home and he's soaking his boots in water Mm. yeah i I guess because they don't want to take them off and make him look shorter well no that he he the the ballet shoes supposedly are what yeah doing it i mean when you soak your feet you take your shoes off I guess, or maybe he doesn't actually, maybe his feet are infused into those boots and that's why he can never take them off because he is a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Have we ever seen him without his shoes on? I don't think so. That's a good question. Not yet. Because whenever we've seen him in his nightgown, it's always from the waist up. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to have to keep an eye out on that. Uh, But uh, Grandpa goes, you know, I can, I'll fix this the next time it doesn't happen. Herman looks at him like, hell no, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> uh, then Eddie comes in and he's like, hey, just so you know, I volunteered you for a magician. And yeah. everyone looks at him like, why didn't you say this sooner? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Grandpa's like, well, what do you got to say about that? And Herman did this thing. Like, it's the stupidest, like, childish, well, oldest thing that they do ever. but it made me laugh out loud when i did it he just takes his finger and goes (laughs) but he doesn't make the noise he just does it through his lips (laughs) uh not only that but grandpa and marilyn straight up laugh at this yeah like this is the first time marilyn's been mean to her uncle yeah so then uh, we go next to uh, Herman trying to perform a magic act with an egg that he cracks open and puts the yolk right in the hat. We don't see this yet, so I'm very confused because all we do is him saying, I'm going to pull a chicken out of my hat. He sticks his hand in and comes out. They're covered in no, yolk. You see you see him crack the egg first. Do we? Yeah. I only Lift saw it the second time he tries. On the DVD we did. <laughs> Maybe I looked away at that split second, but yeah, I was confused. Yeah, he pops the egg yolk right in there, and he does his stupid wandy thing, and that's when he sticks his hand in, and uh, it's just yolk. And he's like, oh, the chicken's softer than it usually is. <laughs> See, uh, until I saw him crack the second one and put it in there, I thought it was like, oh, he laid an egg. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Marilyn and uh, Lily just look like, oh, man, like his, you know, because his spirit's kind of getting down right now. Yeah. And and this whole time is like they're trying to make him, you know, oh, you'll get it. You'll you'll figure it out. You'll you're trying to lift his spirits up a little bit. So he wipes off the egg yolk and then he goes over to the clock because he realizes he doesn't have any more eggs. 
And, and he asks, he, he dismisses the girls at fir, uh, first. Yeah, yeah. So they're not in the room to hear this, but he goes, he's like, Hey, uh, Raven, why don't you give me the, <laughs> yeah. And this is he, when we th- find out the Raven's name. Do we Charlie? He says, my oh. name's Charlie. Sorry, bub. <laughs> because he's like, I'm a dude. I don't have eggs. <laughs> I completely missed that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Raven's name is Charlie. And my name's Charlie. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> is what he basically says. Um, and then this is where uh, we're going into the kitchen. And they're like telling, uh, talk, trying to get grandpa to like kind of help Herman. Like you got to do something to help Herman yeah. with the magic. If it wasn't for him, you'd still be in the old country yeah. living our, you know, less great lives that we have which, here at Mockingbird Heights and all that. Which begs to me. Like, I, I ask so many questions off of that one. Like if it wasn't for Herman, you'd still be in the old country in a cave hanging upside down, just eating scraps of whatever blood that come in or whatever. So did Herman like what did Herman save him after Lily? They, that he met Lily. Maybe or, that's when he went to go. Grandpa fell on hard times and like, Hey, come live with us. Right. But then, so does that mean grandpa didn't make Herman then we're, we're, we're starting to, I mean, he still could have, I mean, they didn't have to be together his entire, I mean, I guess I don't have my in-laws with me all the time, but, but then you, uh, uh, so if, so say grandpa built Herman, then her trying to use this aspect of, well, Herman without Herman, you wouldn't have been here, but without grandpa Herman wouldn't be anywhere. So I, uh, that's I, a good counter argument. I gotta say, you know, I don't think grandpa built Herman at least the first initial time. Well, we know he was at least present in the room. Yeah. But maybe grandpa was being experimented on this in his bat form. And that's how he was present in the room. Maybe. I don't Ooh, know. So many questions. So many answers. Never. Yeah, so have. she convinced him to help. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she gets grandpa the help. He's like, "All right, fine. You're you're right." And and he decides he's going to help. And um is this when we get Herman back into the living room pulling out the the actual chicken now? Yeah, Lily and Marilyn are back in the living room. Herman yeah. cracks another egg, which is the first one I saw, which I was like, "Oh, that makes so much more sense." Uh, <laughs> and then he sticks his hand in he pulls out a chicken and he's super excited. Like, look what I did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So then we cut to, uh, they're getting prepared for Herman's magic act. And grandpa's reading this book. That's magic made easy and laughing at horribly written. It is. And it's Lily's like, well, can you do these? And he's like, oh yeah, I could do these with my eyes closed. These are beginner level crap. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then they say the line that always Ooh. makes everything go wrong. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that is a line you never utter. Uh, just like, I'll be right back. You don't say that shit, man. You just don't. Unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, that's I'll be back. I'll be back. 
And that was evil Arnold. I don't think good Arnold, good Arnie said that, did he? Man, I don't. I need to rewatch Terminator. <laughs> I need to rewatch Terminator too now that I think about. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> wrong so, franchise. <laughs> now we're at the uh, the talent show. Yeah. And, and uh where you see uh, a one-man band on the stage and i actually found this pretty impressive it felt like he was like playing an instrument from like dr seuss like it's just a bunch of different things put <laughs> yeah. together oh yeah that totally <laughs> like he was from whoville so then um then herman is introduced he comes out and the the crowd they don't know what to think at first they're like whoa oh, they're scared which how long ago did they think he was a robot? Is the same? Was it that that was the school? It's the school. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Um, uh, these people are not bright. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he takes uh, his hat off and a pigeon comes out. Yeah. No, uh, well, a pigeon's on his head and flies out. And I'm like. Just before Herman goes out there, he's pretty snarky to Grandpa, where he's like, you know, I'm the magician now in the family. Yeah. Uh, so just stand back. I don't need you. So I'm wondering, is this a set up? Is this Grandpa getting revenge? <laughs> just, just fucking with him. He's like, oh yeah. yeah well, I'm. <laughs> nothing is nothing implies that it's Grandpa, but Herman is shocked. There's a bird on his head. Right. So I'm like. This had to be him, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a big chance of it. But that <laughs> does sp- uh, push the audience to be like, oh, it's basically like this is where you get dad one, dad two, I think it is. Um, it could be, yeah. Is where they're talking, like, oh, it's one of those like comedy music magicians and shit, you know? He's, he's, he's like that's the amazing act. Jonathan. Yeah. Um, so. We uh, have them do their little back and forth to try and set set it up so the audience, so us watching, understand how the audience is changing their uh, mood instantly just by that one little bird being oh, on his head thing. I hope that wasn't too loud. I didn't hear <laughs> Sorry, anything. Sorry, listeners. Um, and then this is where Herman starts. He starts off with a couple jokes. Uh, of course, they're probably from his book book uh joke book yeah. or whatever uh, marilyn is his assistant if you didn't already say that yeah uh no she, okay. i didn't say that uh All she right. walks out during, i was busy yeah. sneezing so yeah marilyn <laughs> walks out as he's doing his first joke and then he introduces her to come out and he's waiting for her and she's yeah. already behind <laughs> she's standing him. behind it <laughs> and, and i'm a part of me is like okay that could be like him just being you know stupid or maybe they set that up as like part of the joke book, joke uh, magician stuff. Like, oh, okay, Could be. yeah. Could be. It's uh, hard to tell which ones are actual jokes and fr- that are set up, and which ones aren't in this because, which, yeah. He starts off with the whole uh, the pulling cloth out of his sleeve. No, he starts with a vase. He pulls he? the flowers out of the vase. Yeah. That she has. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right here. I I skipped right over that. Yeah. The tapping on the vase to show you there's nothing in it. And then he pulls the flowers out. And then he goes to the whole sleeve, which Which, grandpa's (laughs) just like cloth, cloth, which he doesn't need grandpa's help with that. That is a simple trick. (laughs) But he ends up pulling off his suspenders at the end and then makes a joke about, 
uh, Lily's brother, Lester. <laughs> Lester the molester. Um, Which I did not expect. That joke needs to go away. <laughs> um, I did not expect to be referenced in ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Herman accidentally stomps on his hat and Lily's like, oh, God, the rabbit. And Grandpa's like, don't worry. I got yeah. it. It, right before he's that, though, it. He, he okay. So whatever magician joke book he has is full of some sexist <laughs> jokes, like all around. Especially when he brings Lily on, but that's another thing. But he's like, oh, but, I think uh, that's just Herman. But her brother doesn't need the suspenders because his wife wears the pants. In the I was like, damn. <laughs> I didn't even know her brother was married though. So yeah, oh yeah, new new bit of lore. I guess um, he's no longer Lester Molester. But Grandpa's holding this rabbit. He's holding it by its ears. And uh, I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't do that to the poor animal. <sighs> yeah, so that, that got a reaction out of me. But anyway, <laughs> um, so now he sticks an, air, uh, an egg on Marilyn's head. Uh-huh. And pulls out a gun. (laughs) I did not think this was going where it went. (laughs) I thought this was going to be the the one that he did that they weren't prepared for. Honestly. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God, Marilyn. Uh, He he looks away from Marilyn, has a mirror, and aims over his shoulder. Yeah. He fires, and the gun turns into a bat. Or the egg egg. turns into a bat. I'm sorry. And flies away. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that was a big bat, too. That was bigger than Igor. Yeah, it was. Uh, so then um, this is when uh, they roll out the box, the magic box. And which, yeah, go, on, go ahead. Go on. No, I was going to say, he's, he's like, I'm going to make my wife Lily disappear, which every husband should appreciate. Right. <laughs> And then, uh, he goes over tries to get Lily to come on stage and she just doesn't want to because this trick was not in the book so grandpa doesn't know how to do it um, and then this is when they try and explain to him look grandpa's been doing all your magic dude like uh-huh. period and and then this entire sequence Lily is like scared bro <laughs> like she seems super scared I'm not sure what she thought was gonna happen well, no. well it's grandpa uh, he, grandpa might attempt to help and you, you don't know what's gonna happen to her <laughs> <laughs> i guess so maybe yeah um, best case she's back in transylvania so so that he finally gets her over there and this is like an actual like you know old school magicians trick that they used to do and herman mm-hmm. pulled it off like he legit pulled this off but then the, she fucks with him dude and i was pissed off at her about this because i'm like the whole episode they were trying to make him feel comfortable and that he could do something mm-hmm. and he actually did this one by himself and everything you know is a cheap magic trick but it, i mean he was doing it by himself he did yeah. it it worked and then she just she so the magic trick if uh you have not watched the episode or don't recall the episode from a while ago or haven't seen a magic show yeah uh, <laughs> she uh she steps into the box after he shows all three four sides one mm-hmm. two three four sides in the top um 
and uh, she goes in there and he. Are you okay, Mike? Yeah, I'm just like rethinking things. She, um, they close the curtain and she pushes the button or he pushes the button, sorry, which turns her around in there. So it looks like the box is empty for the audience. Mm -hmm. Well, usually in, in the trick here, you know, they would push the button again to make them reappear and they would turn around. Well, Lily just fucks off and is like, nope, peace. Yeah. She exits out the back. For no reason. No reason. Uh, well, I, there might be some reasons with the jokes he was saying, because I got uh, I got a I few guess. of them here. OK, go uh, ahead. Lily, again, she comes out on. He's like, look, she doesn't want to do it because she doesn't want to go somewhere. She can't spend money. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he's like, uh. He makes a joke about I gotta bring her back now. I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. I I I I noticed something here. Okay. Um. Whenever we got like a full body shot of Pat during this scene, uh-huh. she was very careful not to even turn sideways. So I wonder if they were worried about the costume being too risque for TV back then. I don't think so because like I love Lucy showed costumes like that all the time and they were always turning around and shit. Oh, maybe Lucy came after the show, didn't it? I want to say it's around the same time because Lucy was in uh black and white almost the entire time. Yeah. It's also depending on the network, maybe they 1950s was I love Lucy. Oh shit, it was before this. Yeah, way before. Yeah. 1951 oh. is when it started. It ran for six seasons. So, do you know what network it was on? Because this is NBC, wasn't it? Um, this was NBC. So I want to say, uh, CBS was I Love Lucy. All right. So maybe they had different network standards. Because that's also a thing. Like. You know, the, the standards and practices varied depending on who was in charge at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. yeah, I just thought it was weird that the only time we ever got any sideways shots of her was when it was from the uh, the shoulders up. <laughs> I didn't really pay attention. Oh, no, they were both CBS. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, I have no clue then. Yeah. All right, so um, yeah, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe she just didn't feel comfortable. I don't know. Or maybe she, for the '60s, maybe she had a little bit of a thicker butt, and she didn't. You know, the network didn't. It, people didn't like big butts back then. <laughs> no, so let's just go with that. <laughs> the studio was afraid of a big butt. I don't know. Sorry, Pat, if you if you didn't. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, um, it's just a weird observation by me. It was probably nothing. Yeah, there's a uh, weird observation by you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then. So anyway, uh, Lily sneaks out the back, goes and grabs grandpa and they and dip out. Yeah. Don't even tell Eddie. No, they, they just she literally Ed- grabs grandpa without even touching yeah, Eddie or Eddie's letting her right know. next to grandpa looking on the stage with concern on his face. Yeah. 
And then uh, Herman's trying to figure out where she is, and he ends up picking the box up and shaking it over his head, saying, Lily, Grandpa, I need help, Grandpa. <laughs> Which, when, you're, when Grandpa goes missing, shouldn't you be suspicious? I think it, it just plays into the aspect of Herman being... He's he's not a hundred percent mentally there, I guess. Yeah, he's and as we learn in the next episode, we'll talk about too. He's more of a child, so yes, you don't think about it. Uh, so we cut back to their house where the Herman box, sits. The box is that? at their house too. For, yeah, yeah, even in though the he of the living room. he left it there on stage, but now the box is in their house. He, he sits Eddie down on his knee and is like. So I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, I'm a widow and you're an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that works. Can you be an orphan with only one parent missing? Uh, Is he saying I, he's going to abandon it? <laughs> I mean, if you want to get real about it, like technical... He would still be an orphan. Both of his parents are dead. All right. That's fair. That's a fair <laughs> argument. <laughs> They've stated this fact many times. So, uh, yeah. All right. Um, so as he's telling Eddie this, his back is towards the, the door frame. Mm-hmm. And Ed, Grandpa and Lily sneak into the room. Well, Lily goes into the box. Grandpa goes and talks to him. He's like, hey, what yeah. happened? And he's like, well, here's what I did. I went over, I did my trick, I hit the button, and she was gone. He opens the curtains, and there she is. And he's, I don't know what to do. And then it hits him that she's in the box. Yeah. And this honestly was the happiest I have, like, even compared to when he was dancing earlier, the happiest he is, honest to God, looked on the show. I can see He's like, I- I'm never going to do magic again, ever. And then he ruins the moment by saying he didn't. Uh, Lily's name was on all the bath towels, so he'd have to marry someone with the name Lily again yeah. if she ever went away. It's, it's kind of like today's equivalent of like, if I get your name tattooed on me, I have to redate somebody with the same name. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? I, the Undertaker did, and he had Sarah written on his neck. He just covered it up. <laughs> yeah, that's just what you do. Oh, man. Yeah. But the whole thing with this one, honestly, because uh, we we play that scene out and then they end it, of course, right there. Yeah, they end it right there with that comment. <laughs> with that whole comment. With her eyes like looking up at him like, did you, motherfucker, did you just say that for real? Like... We just had a genuinely sweet moment where he's like, you know, yeah. I don't know what I'd do without you. Right. And they undercut. Yeah. So it, it was nice uh, episode. Uh, the thing, though, with the whole like her messing with him after the fact, like I, I kind of get the whole point of, you know, oh, he was being a misogynist dick again. Like, but he started to get that way. Yeah. But I think. The only reason he was doing those jokes is because they were in that book. 
Those those because he remember Grandpa even says this book has all these dumb jokes in it and stuff like that. So I think he was it's playing possible. on those jokes. It wasn't necessarily like him just spouting it like off the cuff or anything like that. I think they were like memorized I, jokes and stuff. I think he also is one of those people that just can't help himself but tell distasteful jokes in public. Oh, like me. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Because you remember when they were stealing him, was it last week when he, they thought he was a mummy? He was going to tell a mother-in-law joke. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just a, I'm not even going to say just a guy thing because I know plenty of girls that do the same thing. So I can't even. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get it. Like, I understand, like, from that aspect of why she would just go and screw with him. But like the whole setup to the episode was like, they were doing it because they wanted him to feel like he could do this magic, like do something here that he was talented at something, even though he's been a professional wrestler, a basketball player and a football player and a baseball player. Wait, has he been a football player yet? No, not yet. Okay. No, it was, uh, he was almost, almost that's right. Yeah. Almost. So yeah, like he, he's all these, professional athletic things so far but you know he's just not talented in anything else i guess even though he supports the household and everything so by burying dead people we i think <laughs> we'll figure that bar that later all right oh uh, so uh, i enjoyed this episode for myself oh, for sure yeah no this was uh this was a lot of fun i had yeah uh i enjoyed this one and i like that we got a little bit more new information on some of the characters like because of the raven which <clears throat> we see the raven pop up in the next episode that we're about to talk about again yep. just for a little short scene so it's like they wanted to kind of character build the raven up for at least the next couple episodes or so so and it's real good to hear bob haston's back mm -hmm. so. so um <laughs> But yeah, remember that name, Charlie, for the Raven, which is also Herman's brother, right? Name? I think so. Yeah. 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 So uh, what did you think of this episode, dude? Yeah, like I was saying, I, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I This is a... I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but it's mm. definitely top middle. Yeah. Like, uh, just... Uh, just a real real fun one just just to see the look of pure happiness on herman's faith face both mm -hmm. with the dancing and when lily comes back and to be able to see herman or fred i should say uh be able to maneuver differently yeah. than he usually does for sure was was cool to see and i also like you know the there were specific comedy beats to this episode that I I get like some of them aren't very funny, but it, they set it up to be of a specific beat for this episode, which was really cool to see as mm -hmm. opposed to most of them were just like, oh, here's a we're dead joke. <laughs> like they, they added in they're starting to add in a few more things. And the communist thing kind of threw me <laughs> real quick. I was like, wait, what? I, I literally yeah, rewound I it <laughs> to make sure I heard him right. I was like, did he say that, but then I'm like, oh yeah, 60s, so gotcha. Um, yeah. So before we dive into the next episode, well, I got some trivia. Okay, you got trivia for me. Give me that. 
Uh, so there was a couple of name drops this episode. Uh, okay. Herman mentions the philosopher Steve Allen, mm-hmm. who is a uh, radio and television personality, uh, musician, composer, actor, comedian, and writer. And in 1954, he was the first host of The Tonight Show. Okay. Which uh, was the very first late night talk show for, you know, just helping people understand this what who this person was that the uh, Herman talks about. Uh, the other one was a uh, grandpa. He compared. Com- <laughs> I don't know what happens to me, man. We get started with these and my ability to talk just slowly goes downhill. <laughs> <laughs> so Herman compare grandpa compares Herman to Bobby Darren. <laughs> I got there. He recorded his first uh, million selling single. That is a weird way to put this. I just copy and pasted this week. I didn't put it in my own words. I do not have a lot of time lately. Uh, But his first single was called Splish Splash in 1958. And in 1962, he won the Golden Globe Award for his first film, Come September, co-starring his wife, Sandra Dee. Uh, and my last note here is uh, Lily um, mentions Grandpa, how Grandpa has become uh, more uh, kind and noble since he started reading Maryworth. Uh, Maryworth is uh, was an American pioneering uh, newspaper uh, soap opera style comic strip that has had an eight decade run from uh, 1938. Uh, the title character is known for offering humble common sense. Okay. And I'm sorry, listeners, I stumbled through all of that. <laughs> all right. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. So real quick, um, last week I did a little bio thing that we found for Herman Munster. Um, I decided I'm going to do these in between the episodes. How about that? Uh, to give a little break. Uh, so this week we're going to do Lily Munster. Uh, we've already done the person, uh, Yvonne. So uh, this week we are going to do Lily Munster. And here is her short little bio that I found on this website. It says, Lily Dracula Munster was born in Transylvania and she gets a brother called Lester and an unnamed sister. So I wonder why they say she gets a brother, but we'll discuss that eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> It'll come up to estimate her age is very difficult. She herself gives her uh, she herself gives different personal data, which are to handle with caution. It is the fact that she has to be about 137 years old, at least her appearance differs considerably from her husband with the very vampire like looks, the deathly pale complexion and the silvery streaks in the hair. I don't know what this word is. What yes. is it? Sigh? S-I-E? Yeah. Uh, silvery S-I-E. hair streaks. The hair sprays. Um, hair sigh sprays. That's what it says. So I'm not sure what S-I-E is. Uh, uh, so a mysterious attraction. Her favorite scent is Chanel number 13. Lily pursues a full-time job as a housewife. In addition, she indulges in palmistry, 
which is palm reading for people who don't know. One of her standout characteristics is the inexhaustible sacrifice for her husband and family. So it is uh, to sink, fall or drop. And can be used as a verb to mean a swoon, faint or fall. Okay. For sigh. Okay. Yep. Julio. Well, that is that, that a, is a new one for me as well. Yeah. Uh, that's Lily Munster's little bio that this uh, website has. So uh, don't worry. There's not many left of these. <laughs> it's only Grandpa, Marilyn, and Eddie. So, all right. Uh, I, it's, they're, they're interesting. I, yeah, it's because they have little tidbits, you know, that we've kind of plucked apart from each yeah. episode. But it's nice to have them in a condensed. <laughs> right. Maybe it's when, interesting when we're done with it's the first. Oh, go on. <laughs> As I say, it's interesting that her sister never gets name dropped. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found that interesting as uh, that bio there says unnamed and it clearly is after all of this stuff. Maybe Rob Zombie will give her sister a name. Yeah. Maybe we'll finally see Marilyn's mom if she's even in the movie, which we still don't have a casting. OK, chill. Dang. <laughs> I'm getting real annoyed. Like, don't Brit, we have a the casting? other family members? Don't we have a casting on Marilyn already? Oh, they do not. OK. Still just Herman, Lily, and Grandpa. You say that now, and then this episode is going to drop, and she's going to be released. Like I, I checked. Five I days. checked <laughs> at the time of recording. I have not missed any new casting news. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's uh, dive into um, episode 35, dude. I, I double checked this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Season one, episode 35, Herman's Happy Valley. Aired May 20th, Sounds 1965. <laughs> uh, written by Dick Conway. And I'm, I'm sure the other two were involved, too. I didn't see them. I didn't look at outside sources for this one. Uh, and directed by Ezra Stone. Okay. I ran out of time, dude. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. Okay. You got any other so, facts for us? Or tr- three guests this episode. Awesome. John Hoyt. Mm-hmm. As Bernie Walters, who was previously in The Sleeping Cutie, uh, as George George Spelvin. <laughs> we have Bartlett Robinson as Mr. Curtis, who will go on to play Frank Caldwell on Mona McCluskey, who is which is a show I'm not familiar with, but he had a major role in that show. Uh, Richard Reeves as Gil Craig. He was previously on Autumn Crocus and was the first police officer on that episode. So that's two reoccurring characters, and they happen to be our two antagonists. This uh, they're episode. not reoccurring characters, reoccurring actors. Uh, sorry. They are two ep- two actors returning as yeah. new characters. Yeah. Which, I mean, back then they did a lot with different shows and stuff. I don't know how many uh, times Star Trek did it. not that frequently with this one. No. No, uh, Star Trek used to do it a lot, but you know they also had the option of more makeup and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't sci-fi got I mean, away with it a little better. Power Rangers also did that. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's how a lot of them get around the union. They come back and do voices and don't get credited for it. <laughs> uh, heck, Brian Cranston, one of his early roles was voicing a character on that show. He's voiced several. Yeah, the, and then they named Billy after him. 
Yep, because he was real good friends with uh, Saban. Yeah. And then he got to play Zordon and the horrible. And let's not go. It's into that. not that horrible, but we're getting off topic. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, just uh, give us a synopsis. Episode 35, Herman's Happy Valley, as Tiva said, May 20th, 1965. Herman purchases 10 acres in Happy Holiday Valley through a magazine ad. It turns out to be a patch of wasteland in a broken down ghost town. So the monsters absolutely adore it. What the synopsis does not say, and I'm going to say like I'm reading it, is this was also another scam out of a back of a magazine that Herman fell for. <laughs> he falls for those often. Um, but it was a scam only for somebody who wouldn't actually enjoy it, you know, because mm-hmm. they actually enjoy it, as the synopsis even says and everything else. So nah. um, let's dive into this and right. uh, go in there. From the top, then. Um, Herman comes. Uh, sorry, you <laughs> flinched at your arm and I got like, what happened? Uh, Herman comes in from work and calls everyone to the living room. Uh, Lily and Marilyn come in and Lily remarks how, uh, how why, why do you look so happy, Herman? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it was a monumental day at work. Which means there's lots of dead people. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where I got a bit confused because I thought this was like a reward mm-hmm. for being a hard worker. But then they go on to say it was from a jujitsu jitsu magazine. Mm. Uh, but grandpa uh, comes out of the dungeon and he's like, hey, what do you want? I was helping Eddie fix his train. And then you just hear like an actual train, train. whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming through the floor itself. So do they have their own underground railroad now? Maybe they got subway system. <laughs> Is that what spot gets into when we heard him in the sewers? Ooh, that would be kind of cool though. Yeah. Cause he, I'm still confused as to how the hell he got into the sewer system. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Herman says he got a nice uh, place to go on retreat to Happy Holiday Valley. It took me like three times of them saying it to finally understand what they were saying. Yeah. I don't know why, but I was having trouble. Like, what valley? What? Uh, So he's like, uh, Grandpa's like, yeah, it sounds like a garbage fire. So Herman reads off everything that's in, in it and Grandpa's like, all right, yeah, sure. Let's go do this. This sounds fun. Right. <laughs> and this is like after, does he tell them how much it was? I forget. I don't think it has come up yet. Okay. It comes up when the other people talk about it, I think. Yeah, actually, I don't know if he says how much he spent. Well, they do. They say that he paid two grand for it. Two K. Oh, did they? Yeah, they say that he spent $2,000 for 10 acres, which from 1965 to 2022 equates to $15,850.67. Jeez. It's not bad for 10 acres in California. Yeah, for a plot of land. In California, for sure. Yeah, that's true. I need to have a time machine and go back with two grand and buy some land. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so uh 
the family's all getting ready and the raven comes out. He's got some sunglasses on, you know, and he's like, hey, I'm ready for vacation. And Lily's like, no, you're not coming. He's all like about the girls. <laughs> like, yeah. And then Lily's like, when is he going to get over the girls? And then he pops back out and he's like, nevermore. <laughs> yeah. Back to the uh, Edgar Allan Poe references. Someone just hates Poe. Yeah, no, I have not been uh, quiet about that. <laughs> Very vocal. Uh, Eddie says goodbye to Spot and asks if he should. Uh, they should leave him in the garage. And Lily's like, no, last time we did that, he drank all the gasoline and melted all the uh, what was it? Not the iron, the um, cast iron. Yeah. Yeah. The cast iron, which that takes a lot of heat, by the way. <laughs> we know now they have a garage, though. Which makes sense because their cars aren't just sitting out on the road. <laughs> yeah. Car. They only have one right now. No, they have the old one. I thought we she still see that every that. now and then. Uh, What's that? I thought they traded it. I don't think so because we've seen them driving it a couple times still. Mm. Okay. Well, then uh, Grandpa trots down and he has. They ask him if he's ready. And he opens up his bag and it makes a weird <laughs> noise. And I'm like, what the hell is yeah, in your bag? He asks dude? his bag if it's ready and it just screams in response. Yeah, I'm like, what is in there? <laughs> is that his snack? <laughs> it's one of his ex-wives. <laughs> is, is this his, you know, a D&D reference here, but is this a bag of holding that he just stuffs someone inside? <laughs> Uh, for reference, that's a bag with it's been modified by magic to have a uh, uh, a sort of parallel dimension inside. See, uh, it's like a TARDIS, <laughs> bigger on the inside. Okay, and then um, then they're looking for Herman, and then they they hold on this wall for a long time that Herman's talking through. I thought he was gonna bust through it. But no, it turns out it was the wall where the, the telephone. The f- yeah. Which, Why is he inside the box? It, I don't also, know. Maybe one he's privacy. On, he's on the phone with the real estate company. Why does the real estate company need to know when you're going on vacation? Mm. Is that a thing? Was Did that <laughs> used to be a thing? I could see Listener. if it was like a... Uh, if it was like a... a what were those things those scams where that you paid like monthly to have it like the vacation places you know what i'm talking about like uh like oh timeshare like a timeshare blinking on the word now timeshare timeshare yeah. yes like if it was a timeshare i could understand that but this was like they actually own the land so yeah as long as they have the deed it shouldn't freaking matter but maybe they were calling them. Maybe he was calling to make sure that he had the deed or something. I don't know. Who knows? I'm curious how these guys got a hold of all that property. <laughs> like, how much did they pay for all of it? If they're scamming people, probably dirt cheap. <laughs> if, if they're selling like ten acres for two k at that time period, like how much did they pay for the entire thing? Like, yeah, it's it's a ghost town, but I mean, that's property's property. In the 60s, you know, the Manson family should have bought that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I didn't think they owned property. I think they just went places. They lived on their ranch. They didn't own it. The other guy did. Um, 
yeah so yeah i was just confused why he's calling the real estate hey yeah we're going on vacation yeah, it, is Bye. A, it is kind of a question of like why are you calling but yeah i'm not sure because it, it does kind of get treated like a timeshare at that point yeah but, um but yeah listeners if you have any any thoughts on this i i would love love to know because i this one eh, that stumped me <laughs> they needed it to set up the episode to this god <laughs> but he wasn't even calling the people he bought it from he's yeah those were the people he bought it from was it yeah those were the guys they bought it from because they even say it's it's that monster character that we scammed two grand out of Oh, okay. That went way over my head. I didn't realize that this was this is a rarity. Then, if we're getting like simultaneous scenes, different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Because it was um, Herman's on the phone with them, and then the guy's like, "Well, who is it?" And that's when the guy's telling the other <clears throat> scammer there, uh, the bigger guy, um, that you know, it's the monsters or the the. And then he keeps then he's saying, Oh, you 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 wanna visit the property? When? <laughs> Today? And then they like hang up instantly and like get their whole they room packed. Pack up, up their whole office into yeah. one briefcase. Yeah. It it kind of reminds me of like the um the old school like uh potion people that would sell you like, oh, put this on your hair. It's manure, it'll make your hair grow. <laughs> uh the traveling snake oil salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of things that they end up doing in in this show start to remind me of um, Pete's Dragon, the the original Pete's Dragon, not the remake one that they did. But yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean it's because it's more olden time stuff. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> no, I, I could see that. Yeah, they, so. they're they're always getting scammed though by like these Scooby Doo people. Like they, <laughs> they're like all Scooby Doo villains. They really are. Like. <laughs> Uh, we got the Adams family crossing over Scooby Doo, which I get because they're both Warner owned. But uh-huh. I would love for them to meet the monsters just once. Yeah, I mean we got Scooby and Current. Well, that's also Warner Brothers. They met WWE. That's not Warner Brothers. <laughs> no, that's Vince wanting more money. That's all that was. Yeah. <laughs> When's the AEW Scooby Doo coming out? <laughs> Another show. <laughs> So uh, the family arrives at yep. what l- turns out to be it looks like a deserted mining town in the old west. Mm-hmm. They are so happy it's better than advertised. Yeah. It, it looks like it was probably like an older western site uh, like set and they mm-hmm. like, you know, set set it up or something, decorated it to that so that they could use it for like the ghost town or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of cool actually i i would if i was the one who bought that place for two grand i'd be like hell yeah dude this is awesome like i'd also be shooting movies there and not living there though <laughs> yeah uh yeah <laughs> it's, it was pretty I, you know it's one of those places that'd be neat to visit yeah but i definitely wouldn't want to own uh, but we cut back to the uh, the abandoned scammers uh, building uh, yep. or uh, wherever they had had their setup as they're walking back in with a government agent 
and they start putting everything back in place. Yeah. And he's like, so we want to build a missile silo here. We'll give you fifty thousand dollars for all ten acres. So at, or no, for all of the land. For all of the land. But so I was confused. Is there a building that they're in? There that's not in Happy Valley. No. Nope. So why the hell were they like trying to just get out of the town so fast? Because as soon as uh they thought the family was gonna realize they had been had and go looking for him. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice but, one of the pictures that they put on the wall is Abraham Lincoln for some reason? <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like I think it's just stock photos. Like well they had like a certificate, Abraham Lincoln and then something else. I couldn't tell what the other thing was. Maybe a map or something I, of Hill Valley. I think it's to make them more trustworthy like hey look, we're a certified business. We like America. <laughs> Uh, but I did the conversion fifty thousand today in mm-hmm. uh, two thousand two, four hundred and forty six thousand two hundred sixty six with sixty seven cents. Okay, first I'm going to uh, correct you. It's two thousand and twenty two, not two thousand and two. <laughs> like You're you <correct>. said, <laughs> You're twenty years off. But yes, the conversion is still the same. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Cats are fighting. Uh, they realize, uh, the like, hey, we got to go get this land back from these idiots. Yeah. They, uh, they'll be wanting to sell like crazy by now. <laughs> so they head out to go get the land back. Meanwhile, the family, uh, Herman's relaxing with uh, Eddie and Grandpa as they're fishing in a dried up creek. Mm-hmm. Grandpa gets a bite. And uh, pulls out a, a, you know, a, a dead fish skeleton. Yeah. I'm like, oh, OK, sure. Why not? Uh, Herman's getting real upset that he's not getting any bite. He's like worried grandpa's going to outdo him, which remember last time they went on vacation, he caught a ton of stuff. Yep. Hot All dogs, food off of other campers. <laughs> yeah. Bacon, uh, eggs. Well, he was trying so, to catch eggs, but yeah. Yeah. So he gets ready to cast and uh, he takes off the ladies room door. Was that <laughs> what that was? Yep. It okay. was the ladies room door. And he's like, oh, no, I damaged a recreational facility, which if you bought the land, aren't they just yours now? Well, they own 10 acres in that area they don't necessarily own all those buildings and stuff oh yeah that's true they didn't say where with what 10 acres they right owned. because just, yeah because hill or happy valley was supposed to be that that center area they own 10 acres there but all these amenities are also included with it that's mm-hmm. what it was that's why it so. seemed more like a timeshare thing to me than anything but yeah get it so at this point the uh the the scammers show up yep back at the saloon or or wherever um old timey saloon and uh maryland's there and they're like hey we want to you know buy this shit back and lily comes over and she's like has this giant spoon that scares the shit out of them they thought they were gonna get clobbered over the head (laughs) she was she turns out she's making oxtail soup yeah and then uh, 
they were like, hey, we want to, you know, we thought you'd want to buy, we'd buy the property back from you. And she's like, oh, no, we're not, we, we're not interested. And then they're like, oh, well, if we give you $4,000. And she's like, oh, no, my husband would never sell regardless of the price, basically. So, and then they were like, all right, well, fine. Thank you. And they actually do put on a decent show of like, you know, they, they, are like, okay, we understand, cool. They're not like some of the scammers we've had in the past on the show where they're like really mm-hmm. pushy or pulling out guns and about to shoot them or something. <laughs> like like the insurance guys were trying to do, the Herman, where they were trying to just shoot him after then. Um, but yeah, so these guys are actually have their game a little bit more cleaned up, I think. Yeah, they're, they're pretty respectable. Yeah. And I don't think they're necessarily like they, yeah, they scammed them because they lied to them about the amenities and shit. But uh, other than that, I mean, they still got 10 acres, dude. Like it's not like they sold them property that didn't exist. (laughs) Yeah. But But, they think that. Because they're not willing to sell back. Yeah. The guy's like, well, clearly she heard about the government deal and they're trying to undercut them. Yeah. So they're like, hey, how about double? Four grand. Yeah. Nah. This is, we had so hard to find good vacation spots since Devil Island closed. Go away. Yeah. (laughs) That's when they get a weird look on their face and then they're like, all right, well, thank you. And, and, uh, they walk out and the guy's like, well, what's your plan? Like, and he's like, well, it's a ghost town. Let's give them ghosts. (laughs) Like, you know, which, that's just part of the appeal. Right. <laughs> I would just burn it to the ground, but you know. That's <laughs> oh, why, man? Don't be shady like that. Be happy in the valley. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> hey, they can't stay there if there's nowhere to stay. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, we That's go- my line of thinking. <laughs> That's a bad line of thinking. But <laughs> well, the I, if I'm a scammer, I'm already thinking in a bad lines of thinking. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so then we go back in, and Grandpa's hanging up his fish uh, skeleton. Yeah, that was that, that was some nice payoff with that. Actually, I didn't. And uh, yeah, and then um, they're like, "Oh well, you know." Then this is where I was talking about in the last episode where Herman's more of a child. Like, um, she's like, "Hey, Eddie, you need to go to bed. Stop reading the comics." And you see Eddie reading comics to Herman. Mm-hmm. He finishes up and he's like, "Well, one more." And then he's like, "No, Pop, I gotta go to bed." And she, he's Herman goes, "Lily, one more." And she's like, "No." And he gets an attitude like a little kid would. And then Eddie tries to take his cowboy hat back from his dad. And he's like, nope, I'm still using it. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, dude. Yeah. Does this kind of reinforces my uh, theory from months ago when he was reading that joke book for like a month and only got like four pages. Herman yeah. is terrible at reading. Yeah. That's probably, you know, because Eddie was reading to him and stuff. And, and again, I, I, I attribute it to um, him being like the the Frankenstein monster type thing. Like, you know, they're not necessarily 100% there in the brain. It's not developed even after 150 years. 
just, so. just call him a Frankenstein. He's a Frankenstein. A Frankenstein. People monster? get over this whole monster thing. Frankenstein created him. Monster. He's Frankenstein's son. He's a Frankenstein. <laughs> he is monster. So no. <laughs> this one is monster. The so, other yeah. one is just Frankenstein. <laughs> so this one is monster. But uh, to geez. describe so, what he looks like, a Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not gonna go on a tirade, but that just it, it annoys me so much. It doesn't matter, people. <laughs> yeah, so Herman like grabs his, uh, Eddie's toy pistols and starts walking around doing cool tricks. Yeah. Uh, he goes. Lily's like, "Will you go outside and get some firewood?" So he goes out. He comes back in. He starts doing some tricks, and the swinging door comes back and knocks him down. And Lily's like, "Get the firewood!" <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the sad thing is, like, I've never seen Herman fall down so easily. <laughs> so uh, Herman tries to do this like spinning thing, then put the gu- the guns in the holster, and I'm like, yeah. I'm wondering, was this improv? Because it looks like it, Fred was really trying to do this trick. <laughs> His fingers were probably too big for the guns, too. That's the that's the big issue, right? Yeah, because they're they're a child's toy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he goes outside and he ends up breaking a building. <laughs> like he just yeah. sees a little cottage thing and just smashes in the pieces and like, oh, I found the wood. Found some wood. How'd you get it? I knocked the building down. I hope nobody was in it. <laughs> yeah, everyone but Grandpa is pretty happy to get this fire going too. And Grandpa's like, ah, you know, I, I remember sitting around like this, and uh, well, okay, this comes a little later, but I'm gonna go into it anyway. He's, I remember sitting around like this and reminiscing about family that you haven't seen for centuries, and yeah. uh, having them stop by. Yeah. Which uh, that talk happens after Herman goes to bed, but which is like right around right after yeah, almost right after yeah, he but, brings in the uh, firewood. <laughs> uh, just before he goes to bed, though, he asks, he's like, hey, what were those man or men here for? And Lily's like, oh, they wanted to buy back the land. <laughs> uh, Herman goes, ah, or no, Lily says they must know it's a paradise and regret selling it to us. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they still own how much more of it? I. Yeah, mm-hmm. the government could just go in and buy their ten acres for another fifty thousand. <laughs> uh, the government could just take it from them for nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a legal thing they can do. Uh, so then um, we get them pulling up, and they notice the big Billy was hanged in on June sixth in eighteen seventy two. Mm-hmm. At this uh, specific spot, and the guy's Which, like, "I've heard that he comes back every year." <laughs> like, yeah, which there's a, a noose hanging from the tree, yeah. and <clears throat> Grandpa actually points it out when they first arrive. It's like, "Hey, look, recreational activities." Yeah. <laughs> and um, as soon as these guys pull up and they read the sign and said "Big Billy," I un- I knew exactly where this was. This whole gag was gonna go. Uh, you know, you had to have anybody had to yeah. have because then Herman goes to bed and then Which, that's- on his way to bed. I looked away for a second, but uh-huh. I looked back and there's a bunch of glass breaking. Did he break another mirror in this episode? Uh, so he yawned and a bunch of uh, glass uh, 
containers fell over, broke, and then the mirror broke okay. too. That's what yeah. happened. All right. And then he breaks a stairwell going up the stairs and stuff like that. Or the he the, should not be in holder. this building. I can tell you right now though, I was very impressed because so for the last year or so, or well, yeah, not even a year yet, I've been remodeling a house. This building was in better shape than the house that I remodeled. And <laughs> it makes oh, me pissed off. <laughs> no wonder you kept hurting yourself. <laughs> so just thought I'd toss that out there. Uh, That's terrifying, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, so, yeah, um, this is where we have the scene where you were talking about. Grandpa was talking about, oh, I miss reminiscing yeah. with old, old friends and stuff. And they hear knocking yeah. at the door. Well, knocking on some wood because the guys are just out there uh, on the wall, slowly just hitting the the beams with a piece of wood. Yeah, <laughs> like what that's they, supposed to scare them or something. Like there's what, two. What is, oh, go on. What is Grandpa? Who does Grandpa think it is? It's his uh, cousin. I I forget the cousin's name, but he. Brings I, I got up the, the second one, but I don't. I didn't hear the first one. It's the same. And one. I didn't rewind. It's the same one. It's the same. Oh, cousin yeah. Humphrey. Then yeah, he's like, nah, I I, I don't want to talk to him. Yeah. So <laughs> they have some bad blood apparently. And then they uh they dip off and then they turn the music on. They have like a dime or something to turn the the piano that's supposed to play by itself on to try and scare them with that. And then Grandpa <laughs> gets pissed off and tells them to go away. And and the the piano of course continues on playing, and so Grandpa like blows the piano up basically. <laughs> it's like what is going on? It's cousin Humphrey, get out of here! No one likes you. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, ah, screw it, we're just going to bed. <laughs> yeah. The and the scammers are like, what? Why are they not being scared by this? Yeah. Like, why are they ignoring us? Um, and then they finally were like, all right, well, they're going to bed. So let's do this. And he pulls out these costumes and oh, one's like a whole white robe, which I thought was going. I was like, wait, 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 <laughs> chill out with the white robe thing in the 60s, guys. Come on. And then they pull out like a skeleton mask thing, too. And which. Uh, uh, this kind of reminded me the 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 one guy skeleton outfit. Uh-huh. It reminded me of uh, the 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 later Scooby Doo uh, seasons with the uh, the Scooby Doo movies where they had uh-huh. special guests, and it was a uh, I think one of the very first ones where they meet Batman and Robin with a uh, I think it's Joker and Penguin are dressed up in these skeleton outfits, scaring people for no reason. Okay. Oh, but, the Adam yeah, West it, Batman one, when it was actually Adam West meeting them. Uh, I think it was, wasn't yeah. it? It's been a long time since yeah. I've seen these I, ones. I, I got that one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that costume really reminded me of the that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, this whole episode kind of reminded me of like a Scooby-Doo villain type thing, especially because it they really pulled the did. costumes out. Yeah. Like the haunted place and all this and that, you know, and they're trying to scare people away so that they can make more money off of the property. It's a whole. Mm -hmm. This is a Scooby Doo episode. Was Scooby Doo Mm -hmm. around before the '65? I I think Scooby Doo came after. 
uh, the one with the Adams uh, the Batman episode was definitely after. Okay, because I believe the original Scooby Doo was late seventies. Okay, let's see here. And that used it recycled uh, the same soundtrack from the Adams Family, which is so weird. <laughs> Yeah. 1969. Oh, okay, late 60s then. Because I know the, the final, the third season, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, we're a bit off topic here, oh, but the, the final season of the original Scooby-Doo show came way later, like even after some spinoffs had begun. Yeah. Which is, I don't know why they decided to do it that way. They could have <laughs> just at, lumped it in with those new shows, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's dive back into this real quick. <laughs> uh, so, so they're broken. It, they broke in with the costumes on, yeah, and, and they Lily, can't see, so they're tripping over everything. Yeah, and Lily hears them, and then Herman gets up, ends up putting on the cowboy outfit uh, again—the gun holster and the cowboy hat. He walks into the hallway and sees them, and starts talking to them because he thinks that they're you know a skeleton and a ghost. Yeah, he's like, oh, more guests. And they dip out running fast. Like, they fly out, basically, grabbing the chandeliers, gliding across the good in the ghost costume. He's just falling over everything. I swear and one of them just zooms out the damn window. Yeah, he slides on the uh, the bar top and just... Okay, that makes a lot more sense because yeah. it looked from the angle I saw, it just looked like he flew. Yeah, no, he he like jumped onto the bar top and slid right out. And then uh, Herman's like, oh, they just took off. I guess they didn't want to be here anymore. And uh, um, so before Herman goes out to check, he like rolls over to go to sleep. And Lily's like, will you get out there? I swear to you, I heard him reference he's like oh it's a couple of atoms did they reference the other show in this episode i don't think so i i need to go back and listen but i swear they did unless that's an old saying that i'm not familiar with hmm. i don't know yeah I, 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 as soon as i heard that i was like oh okay <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So they, they book it out of there. Yeah. And uh, Herman's like, oh, all right, Lily comes down to see what all the commotion's about. And Herman's like, oh, there's another couple of guests. Uh, it's, they took off. It's that's a shame. They look like a couple of fun people. Yeah. And then um, we go from there and, you know, we're back at the house now, the Munster yeah. mansion. And, uh, they're discussing, you know, what's going on. Uh, Eddie wants to go back. He wants to know when we're going back. You know, yeah, to, can we go back next weekend? Yeah. And uh, he's like, it's the only place that we've gone to that felt like home. And uh, that's when we find out that Herman sold the property back. And did do you have the reason? <laughs> I did not write the reasoning down. I did. Go ahead. He sold it for a good cause. A missile silo that will one day solve everyone's problems by blowing up the world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. And then we get a little gag going, which I I enjoyed this little one where he's like, oh, well, 
there's nothing beats home. Everything's at home, basically. And lightning strikes the house. Lights uh, it on fire again. Lights it on fire. And uh, what is it? Um, Spot roars, blows fire out. And then Grandpa blows up, going right through the ceiling, basically. And then the house <laughs> catches on fire again with another lightning bolt. Beams <laughs> fall down. And uh, Raven, Charlie the Raven... Uh, pops out and gives his little quirky remark, and then that's that's how we end the show. <laughs> that's how yeah. we end this episode. <laughs> so, oh, this house is was, a death trap. Oh uh, yeah, the house that should not be. Anyways, um, thoughts on this yeah. episode, dude? Dude, I loved this episode. Like, this might be one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, like you said, the whole uh, Scooby Doo type feel, the 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 references, the just them talking about sitting around together, chatting with family, it reminded me back when uh, we used to go uh, camping with all of our family, and they would sit around playing poker, and you know my sister and I would be at the fire staring at it with our cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I got reminiscent uh, memories. I got, you know, family vibes. I got Scooby-Doo. This 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 episode had so much for me. Yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely one of those ones where I was like, oh, it kept me entertained. And at the same time, it was like, oh, this is like Scooby-Doo. Of course, you know, this was before Scooby-Doo. Um, yeah. Which, like, because I think we even touched on that when they did the whole running through the doors gag. Mm-hmm. If you, and like episode like, two or three. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, there's no way you can say that Scooby-Doo didn't at least take Get from influence. some of this. Yeah. 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 For sure. Because I know they didn't do a lot of these different gags or story arcs and stuff with the Adams family. So no. they didn't touch Not and from take the from the ones there. I've seen, at least. Right. So this was this was definitely kind of an influence on there for sure. Mm. I mean, Scooby Doo even did freaking Frankenstein, <laughs> like <laughs> monster Frankenstein's monster, just to annoy Tivis. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I I love the episode, and um, I uh, do you got any trivia for us for this episode? Dude? I do. I have. Ooh. Uh, Two pieces of trivia and two uh, goofs. Okay. All right. So the first one, uh, while dreaming, Herman tells Captain Kangaroo that he'll brush his teeth every day. Uh, Captain Kangaroo was a reference uh, to uh, uh, an entire uh, program that takes place in and around a treehouse or the captain's place. And it was... Based on the warm relationship between grandparents and children, it starred Robert Kishon, and uh, it, it ran for 38 seasons. Nice. Uh, Grandpa makes a crack at Lily for marrying Henry Youngman. Uh, Youngman was famous for telling simple one-line jokes, uh, one-liners, uh, occasionally with interludes of violins playing. Uh he was known for having worked almost every day for over 70 years without vacations or other breaks, which don't do that. People take time off. It's not worth it. <laughs> uh, 
so the first uh miss you know i guess mistake uh, in in the very first scene of the episode, Lily walks in. She's uh, not wearing her iconic necklace. Mm. But in the same sequence, after a cut to grandpa, the necklace is around her neck. So little splice together scene. Um, and then when they leave uh, the house for Happy uh, Valley, Lily's dress has the usual trimming around it. Uh, around her neckline and waist mm. and as she gets out of the car later her dress detail is that of a simple line and clearly not the same costume and the necklace is once again gone but back again while cooking dinner huh interesting so, i didn't notice these but these are ones that other people have noticed they do do like they do do. They do short like <laughs> clips too We're children for these scenes. <laughs> You're the one that laughed, not me. <laughs> you laughed too, don't you? I stopped myself from laughing. No, um, it's an audio. I heard it. So, so they do a lot of like clips where they're like short little things so they can get away with more accidents like that, I guess. With this show, for sure. Yeah. So. I am and, always curious, though, with Herman, does Fred have to wear the boots all the time if they're not doing full body shots? Or do you think they just have them on the Apple boxes next to people when they're not doing like foot shots? Just so that's that a good question. Could like Add that relax. to the list of things we can ask Butch when we eventually get him <laughs> on here, because we will have him on here. I determined to get him on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a bit difficult since he's in probably living in california but we're east coast <laughs> you'll just have to take a day off from work so we can get him on you yeah, will you I'll will have to tell the wife i need to do <laughs> you know spend time to talk to uh, uh an awesome celebrity so there you go awesome uh well next week we finally will get the dragula I know this. I have not watched oh, the episode really? yet, but I know the episode by name. Um, so next week I, we will be tackling Hot Rod Herman uh, mm -hmm. and the Herman's Rays, uh, episode 36 and 37. Thank God you remembered that bit I started a couple weeks ago because I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so Hot Rod Herman is the first appearance of the Dragula car, so... Oh, I am excited. That. Yep. All right. That sounds like it's going to be a, another good week. Dude, I I keep saying it, but I'm so happy we started this. What's that? The show. Oh, like, yeah. I am enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah. Um. So I just, uh, shit. <laughs> I, um, I, I want to double check. And make sure that I, I did not just screw up. Yeah, Hot Rod Herman. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I just double checked you. And Herman's race. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love doing the show with you, dude. And I can't wait to get to next week's episode. So we only have two episodes. Episodes. Three actual left. Three actual episodes of this season to watch. Mm -hmm. 
uh, for uh, of season one of the monsters to watch for everybody out there. So if you need to catch up, go ahead and catch up for sure. Um, and then our so we that will be episode eight or episode nineteen. Sorry, of the monster cast will be episodes thirty six and thirty seven. Of the monsters. Of the monsters. And then episode 38, we will be doing by itself with a couple extra things about our thoughts on the season, probably some other crap like that. That will be episode 20 for our show. And then um, for episode 21 to finalize uh, season one of the monster cast, we will be going back and doing the pilot episode. And we have a special guest coming on with us. Nobody's super famous, so don't get too excited or anything like that. Uh, just a good friend of both of ours and um, another fan of the Munsters. So uh, we hope that everybody enjoys that episode. I hope everyone has been enjoying this whole first uh, run of the Munster cast with us. And we hope that you continue on um, even after we're done with uh, the Munsters uh, 1964-65 series. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, any final words from you, Tivis? Batman's out this week. Go watch Robat, Bat, and Bat. Robat, and Bat, and Bat. Awesome. All right. I guess with that said, everybody, um, we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin ugly, or handsome, like your father, or you can be black or yellow or white, it doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character.